Here's our fair white for today. The intro. It's our, it's our intro song. Woo, 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 woo. I'm very happy we have that now. It yeah. Feels, it brings life to the beginning of the show. It's you know? cute. Yeah. I like it. And then also, it's not us singing. That's always a because Admittedly, I think the people love us singing. I don't know. I haven't seen anything to the contrary, though, so... I think it was more just um, sort of a reality check for me of, you know, being like, actually, not going to win the X Factor. (laughs) (laughs) It's not going to happen for me. Today, Thursday, 29th, the Tahi So'omalo and Evi Malo Suifu. We're already at the end of June. Can you believe? I am shocked. Where does the time go? <laughs> singing again. I'm singing again. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we're, we're like cruising on to the end of the week and the end of the month. July starts next week. Something like Sunday that. Sunday or something like that. Something like that. Um, what do we have coming up on the show today? We've got a ton of interviews. We've got later on the show, you'll be catching up with... Cassie Henderson. She's got a new song out. You're uh, catching up with... Eddie, very shortly. Um, but right now, I just want to... Uh, yesterday, you were out of office all day. Yeah. And at first I thought you were just making it up, but then I came to realise very quickly, you were deadly serious. Where were you, Evie? I was at the mechanic. That is right. And you actually opted to wait around until the car was done. Well, here's what I thought was going to happen. So I think that throughout the story, it'll become pretty uh, clear that I don't know what the hell is going on when Mm. it comes to a car and a mechanic. But I went there thinking they'd be like, oh, yeah, it's messed up. Here's a courtesy car, go on home. I thought my car was jacked up. I thought I needed four new tires. I'm like, oh, financially, how will I recover? I go down there. The guy's like, yep, just have a seat for a few minutes. We figure out what's going on. And then um, no one ever came back. So I just sat there for a few hours. I didn't say anything. I didn't question anything. I, how was I going to leave? I don't have a car. And then, yeah, it turns out my car was absolutely fine. I just had not pumped my tires in like a year. <laughs> Wait, so it took them like four hours to be like, oh, wow, we should, your tires Nah, need- they had to do some other stuff too. Okay, like, I also right. hadn't refilled a say. single fluid in that car. Um, oh. Yeah, well, here's my thing. Okay, look, were there flashing lights? Yes. But the first rule <laughs> of driving is to have fun. And what is more fun than some flashing lights? Like a club. Mm. Like a club. Beep, beep, whoop, whoop. You know, whatever. I don't know what they mean. This sign can't stop me because I can't read. Like, very that. I don't yeah, know. Anyway, yeah, yeah, car's yeah. sorted now. I'm fine. Everything's fine. I just had to sit in a really cold little room at a mechanic for <laughs> like hours. Why are the air always so cold? It in was the me- so yeah. cold. Nice yeah. in summer, terrible in winter. Yeah. Oh. Oh. But yeah, beep, beep, back on the roads, beep, baby. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, we're going to get on with the show, but make sure you stick around. We've got a ton coming up. Joining us on the show, our illustrious guest, first guest of today, EDY, Eddie, Eddie on the beat, Edward, whatever you want to call him. We've got a hello, ton hello. of names, man. I'm really grateful to have you on the Thank show. Thank you so much. Last time me. we um, caught up to interview, it was a YSO interview, and I think there was like 14 <laughs> people in the studio. Oh, eight. man. And I think you and I were trying to have a serious chat about music, and no one else was like, everyone was just, just having fun. Yeah, yeah, there for the vibes. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, yeah. Nah, so it's cool to actually be able to like sit down with you and get into it. And um, I think that just some of the work that you've done over the years is crazy. I mean, looking back on like the last three years alone, your work with Jana, Sam, Hales, Sapati, Disciple Pati, Pati yeah. AF, I think is what she yeah, goes by yeah. now. Um, like your work there has just been unreal. And your work rate, by the way. Oh, and actually Swiss. I really enjoyed your work oh, you with like Swiss. Yeah, I really <clears throat> like that. When he told me he was working with you, I was like, man, that's a perfect match. Cool. Like, 
I really enjoyed that record. Um, Thank you. No, nah, I, I think you're well-deserving of that, and I'm really glad to see you get flowers, especially you and the whole team. Like, Sam, I'm so glad to see you get his flowers because that's yeah. an artist who, like, I think is so deserving of more, you know? Oh, 100%. I, I feel like me and Sam have been working for the longest and grinding for the longest amount of time, and it's mm. been probably, like, over a decade that we've been working together. Jeez. And for us to, you know, finally uh, get a little bit of flowers, you know, and just some recognition for all the hard work. It definitely takes a lot of consistency. And there's very, like, there's many times, I, I know that Sam's just always been consistent, but there's many times where I've been like, oh, can I even do this? Because it's such a big, such a big leap of faith that you have to take to do music full time. And, you know, um, we both are now doing music full time. And it took a lot for us to be like, oh, should we leave our jobs you know and, yeah, and it's yeah, always yeah. that grind because most of the artists we know have a day job or mm. a side hustle or something on the side to sustain with mm. but we're very lucky to have um, the government support in the creative industry um, to kind of let just soften the the, the expenses that we have to yeah. deal with on a day-to-day -day basis I'm curious when it comes to production for you is it like a matter of like you have a certain sound that you create and artists come to you because they want to create that certain sound or do you feel like some responsibility to craft a sound around the artists that you're working with a sound that's sort of like particular to them do you do you, like what's the sort of process to that yeah so um i definitely feel like i have something going on stylistically mm. as a producer but i always tell myself it's not about me it's never about me when i'm working with an artist it's always about the artist and always about the music so actually it's not even really fully about the artist it's about the music that we're creating mm. and so i'm first and foremost thinking okay what i'll, I'll do kind of some research before a session with a like let's say a new artist i'll be like okay i'm gonna listen to what their previous work sounds like and then i'll always ask for a reference list like a spotify playlist i'll be like okay i'm gonna do my research i'm gonna listen through all the songs they say that they're vibing with and they want to kind of create hmm. so then um after that i'm kind of like okay i think i get a kind of vibe of what they want and so i kind of take what i already know and my my style and i blend it with the references as well as what they've done previously Mm. And and then um, from there, it's it's very adaptable and it's very flexy. There's many times where I'll I'll start an idea, and then 15 minutes and I'll have to start again because they're like, oh, it's just a little bit blah blah blah, mm. whatever it is. And I'm like, oh yeah, sweet, just delete, start again. And then and I think the being able to just reset and adapt really quickly is a really important thing for production hmm. because I know that even me in the past, like I know a lot of people, including myself, you get kind of um, precious with ideas. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. like, oh, but that's my baby. Like, <laughs> I like that though. Yeah, They're like, yeah. oh, I'm not really feeling it. And I'm kind of like, I like it though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's you being creative, right? And, yeah, and your creativity right. is an extension of your personality. Yeah, and so, and sometimes it, it it's easy to get stuck in that feeling and being like, mm. oh, now I'm not vibing because this guy just doesn't like this, or you know. But yeah. it's important to be like, oh, it's just about the music. I think that being able to separate personal and music, mm. you know, the music is basically business. So it's like, okay, it's not personal. It's not that I'm a bad producer. It's not yeah. that I'm crap. It's because, you know, they're just feeling something else at the moment. Mm. So I just need to reset and start again and pretend that the past 15 minutes just didn't even happen. Mm. And so have to come in with the same kind of energy because I feel like on days 
especially when I have a lot of energy, that's when I'm able to conduct the best sessions. Because mm. if I don't have the energy to inspire the artist to keep writing, then I'm not really doing my job properly either. Mm. As a producer, you're you're pretty much you have to kind of be able to lighten up the situation and make the other person or people feel inspired to to keep writing and keep mm. working on the song. Yeah, and and that I feel like that's a massive challenge, even especially when you have off days. You know, when you're yeah. like, oh, I just don't feel really good. You still have to put on a, a smile, you know, and and all that, and just really try push through and and make everybody feel good in the session. Yeah, I I I think you do a great job of bringing out something special in artists. I think you've done a really good job of that. Like, Thank I think so in particular, much. like someone who I always talk to about this is Putsy, oh. um, who like I have always loved and admired her music. I think she's super talented, mm. but she made very theatrical music. Right. I, I always think of it as like, the, theatrical is the word I'm going to use to describe it because it feels very massive, like orchestral almost. Yeah. And she didn't really have like, as per se, like a radio record for lack of a better term. Yeah. And when yous worked together for Sirius, she really came through with this really special record that I was like, man, this is something that I think everyone can enjoy and will open people up to the rest of your catalogue. I think you did a great job working with Putty on that one. Oh, I, I really so enjoyed Sirius. Um, yeah, she had so many cool ideas and a lot of it was oh, just yeah. me being like, okay, let's simplify. Because, mm. you know, if there's too many ideas, then people get lost in all the ideas. Yeah, but, yeah. But I would kind of be like, okay, let's take our favourite like couple ideas and just really try and expand on what that is and what the story is and like what message you want to send and you know kind of develop that theme through the song so mm. that, that it kind of ties together yeah and 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 she's just really really she was really cool to work with she was a really cool co-write to work with mm. um yeah and very accepting of ideas and um you know she wasn't precious or anything she's just very like okay let's try that and then i she'd throw an idea but okay let's try that you know so it's mm. very very collaborative and, and cool like that nice yeah. and speaking of female collabs by the way um your latest piece of work, uh, What Are We Doing, featuring Hamil Dell. Um, yes, yes, that's available yes. on all streaming platforms. All streaming platforms. Um, it's in one of the singles leading up to my project that's dropping at the end of the year. Um, November 24th is the project drop. Nice, man. Um, but yeah, we started with um, a drop with Elena, Let You Go, and then Stunner with Love Sam and Hales. Yeah. And now we're up to What Are We Doing. Um, I'm kind of rolling these out real... At, at a pretty consistent yeah. pace and, and, and just um, these are songs with artists that I really respect mm. probably easily my favourite artist from New Zealand Hummel Dell's just got such a such a lovely voice and really really easy to direct and just performs you know mm. you give her a line and she'll just make it feel like the line yeah, yeah. and so yeah and she's a, she's become a really really good friend and um just i, I remember our first session was quite awkward because it's like who was this person like yeah i'm sure yeah. she was trying to suss me out as well like oh who was he because i was just recording some um a feature for her like mm. she was just a feature on her song um for for mikey mays and then after oh, that yeah, we yeah. were like oh let's let's try jam some stuff and she she wasn't very confident with her songwriting so i'd like kind of organize everything and get writers in and i'd be like oh yeah let's let's try this and yeah and she's just become real real such a close friend and um yeah we just keep in touch and keep writing music and 
yeah, doing more R&B stuff. You That's know? great, man. I, I really enjoyed her f- early solo endeavors. And when yeah. I saw that she was working with you, I was like, that's a perfect fit. I think oh, that's a awesome. great fit right there, man. Thank you, I'm man. looking forward to this album of yours that's coming out. Oh, thank I, you, I love producer albums. I think they're just like a great opportunity to get this variety bag. Like almost like you could take a whole producer album and that's a playlist. You know, oh, yeah. got all these different artists on there. Where can people stay up to date with you and those releases? All on the gram. I'm really, really um, prominent on the gram. I'm trying to... I'm starting to get into tiktok too that's been that's been hard because i feel like for tiktok you need to have that personality you need to be him yeah yeah. (laughs) and 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 honestly like i'm i'm just i don't know if i'm there yet Mm. it's you really have to put yourself out there Mm. and and I, i feel like i like to be a bit of a private person and as a producer you can kind of afford to stay behind the scenes yeah and and I think my, my my primary audience is actually like artists and creatives because that's where my my business lies as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So to inspire artists and musicians to keep making music and and to collaborate, like that's kind of where my goals are at at the moment. To just keep working on stuff, keep making records, and then probably keep venturing overseas as well. Nice man. Well, hey, uh, I'm looking forward to this new album of yours. Congratulations on the nominations. Congratulations on the releases. We'll be catching up with Hales next week, so make sure you tune on in for that. Yes, sir. Um, Yeah, man. Much love, bro. Thanks for coming through. I appreciate you. Uh, It is winter, which means a few things. One, I dress way better. Mm. Great coat. Get to wear a hat. Not doing it right now. It's a great fit, though. Thank you. Mm. appreciate that. I'm wearing a jumpsuit because it's comfy. Mm. Um, But it also means it is soup season. I can eat soup all the time. I love soup. I love every type of soup. I love a stew. I love a warm, hot little soup. All the vegetables in the soup. Everything's in the soup. Like I could live off soup like easily, no questions asked, all day, every day. Soup, breakfast, lunch, dinner, supper, dessert, everything. It's one of my favorite times of the year because it's when um, my mom makes uh, butternut pumpkin soup (gasps) Soup. and she just puts tons of it in ice cream containers and I freeze it. And then on like a day where I'm like, I don't really feel like cooking, I go get a nice loaf of bread and I just heat up the butter and it's the best thing on earth. Mm -hmm. There's nothing better than a soup. Um, Broth, everything, everything. But there is the soup in Bangkok that has been, it's a perpetual stew. So it's like basically this stew has been cooking for 45 years. They have not at the end of the day ever like thrown out what's in the bottom of the pot. They just Mm. add more stuff to it. Like in medieval times they did that. And I want to try this soup so bad. I want to try this soup so goddamn bad. You have no idea how much I want to try this soup. A 45-year-old stew. Yeah, that sounds crazy. Oh my God. It must be so yummy. Yeah. So yummy. I'd have high expectations, though, and I'd hope they wouldn't be crushed. I would swim in it. I would jump in the soup and, like, <laughs> like just little straw and just get in there. Like, I think, I, honestly, I've thought about this soup almost every day since I found out about it a couple of years ago. Every other day, I'm like, oh, wish I was eating that 45-year-old stew right now. Because that was, like, the thing, right? Like, soup originated, well, like, stew originated from, like, the old taverns back in the medieval time, and, like, apparently travelers would just like come along they'd be like oh i've got some meat and they just throw it in the pot mm, mm, and they'd mm. just keep it moving and everyone would have a bit of them like everyone that's there at the tavern would just throw whatever they have into the stew and it would just keep going yeah and it would take a little bit of it and it's like communal eating right yeah 50 year old soup though it's like this in game like- of thrones Arya has some perpetual stew and she throws a pigeon in it 
fun fact about Game <laughs> of Thrones. It's just a fun fact about Game of Thrones. They've got soup in Game of Thrones. Have you ever had pigeon? Yeah, I've had pigeon. It was all right. Chicken Whatever. of the clouds, as they say. I just don't even like chicken that much. <laughs> so I, was, I wasn't that interested. But it's mm. like, when I lived in Korea, stew city. Oh, Everyone, yeah. There's so much stew. There's so many soups. I couldn't believe my luck. Like, I was so... <laughs> I was over the moon every day. I'm having, like, duenjang jjigae, like, bude jjigae, like, every day of my life, mm. more stew. Mm. Oh, my God, take me back. I want to have some stew so bad right now. <laughs> oh. Perpetual stew. That's such a great name. Thank you. I agree. I thank you as if I named it. Yeah. <laughs> um, as I mentioned earlier on the show, when Eddie was coming through... Uh, the Pacific Music Award nominations went down last night. Um, at Big Fan, shout out to Big Fan. Um, great venue for it. Um, the Pacific Music Awards, obviously, being an evening that celebrates Pacifica excellence and the music scene. Um, I always look forward to it. It's one of my favorite things uh, that I've like done in my career, honestly. I love the PMAs. Yeah. Uh, and the nominations that went down last night were massive. I think it was like a real moment to me where it was like cool we're getting into the next generation of artists cool you know like every like three pmas or like just like you know award ceremonies are in general like every three years there's like a refresh Mm. because there's like a whole bunch of new people new generations of musicians that are in the music game and are now at that level of their career and uh this year big nominees mellow downs walked away with i think four nominations wow we yeah uh sam v walked away with i think four that's awesome uh hales i think had two cool. one or two um uh other big nominees on the night uh shout out to swiss swiss walked away with one um luana she oh, had a ton yeah i love yeah. luana yeah she had, she got, she's amazing I think she got two or three deserved nominations in deserved. The end. i think she's incredible um and uh who else jordan with a y oh, who cool. we've um, featured before yeah jordan with a y walked away with a uh, uh, best new artist or best female artist I'm, I'm, I'm failing to remember i was Something watching the stream cool last night while i was doing other stuff but um yeah i cracked up because chelsea um who was the mc for the evening she like kept saying to who was it, it was um <laughs> mellow down she's like come sit up the front i'm just gonna be calling your name a few times she's like, <laughs> she was like just come sit up the front man you're gonna be coming up soon anyway um decepticons also actually walked away oh, with so. a bunch um yesterday also <laughs> It was Savage's birthday. It was mentioned many a time. So happy, happy birthday, birthday to Savage. Savage. Yeah. Would um, you please, would you please give it up for Savage? Amen. <laughs> yeah, you found a spot. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, um, oh, it's escaping my mind, but the uh, Pacific, uh, that's right, the Pacific Music Awards will be going down on the 10th of August, I believe. 10th yeah. and 9th of August. Um, so we're about just over a month away. I'm very much looking forward to it. It's going to be a wonderful evening. Uh, the People's Choice Awards are now open. You can cast your vote on the Pacific Music Awards website. Make sure you do so. Celebrate some brown excellence. Are you wearing an... <laughs> when did you put on an eye mask? Just now. Why are you doing a doing an eye mask mid Did you not see the... Did you not see the DM? I totally always check all the DMs, but I must have somehow missed this Some, one. Somebody said, somebody said, and I quote, somebody messaged our Instagram and was like, um, I love how stoned you guys get and how, like, all the stoner humor. And I was like, I don't. We're not. We're not. We're not. It's also, by the way, like, seven in the morning. It's really early. And I was like, I'm chalking it up to me. Just, just looking tired. Just looking like <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. 
<laughs> we're not. I mean, first of all, let's, let's, we're not stoned. Uh, devil's lettuce. Keep that away from me. Keep that away from me. Stay in school. Don't touch it. It's bad for you. Bad for your brain. But we're not. We're just. It's just really early. Do I, maybe I just look like that. I'm wearing a lot of eyeliner. Do I just talk like that? Do I talk like where people are like, yeah, that guy. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe it's this thing of like, I'm from the heart. You're from South Auckland. People are making dark assumptions about us being stoners when we're not. When we're not. I mean, yeah. Even worse, actually, I'm from the North Shore originally. Oh yeah, true yeah, that. Yeah, and how did I forget that you bring it up like all the time, man? <laughs> Maybe that devil lettuce is uh, playing with your memory. Yeah, no. Well, mm-hmm. I've mm. never touched it in my life. I wouldn't know, but I just think it's so funny that somebody was just like watched it and was like, "Yeah, those guys." But I also <laughs> those like... two definitely. But I watched yesterday's video, mm. the waffle stomping mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Yeah, look." I look a little suspicious. I think also the fact we're talking about waffle stomping and like cracking up is probably not helping our case yeah. of like we're not high, but we're not. We're genuinely, genuinely. not. We're not doing a bit right now. I mean, genuinely like not. it's like seven a.m. I live quite far from here, and I'm in full makeup right now. What time do you think I woke up? Yeah, you get up at like four a. I get up yeah. very early. Yeah, yeah. and I'm, it's not fun. I'm up at about five or something like that. Oh, it's a sleep in for me. It's a, <laughs> a sleep in for me. I can't laugh too hard, or my eye patches will fall off. It's nice you got eye patches though. Hope yeah, that, I hope that helps. I still have that pack you bought me. Actually, I'm, I'm looking forward to. I'm saving that for a day where I'm like particularly tired. Yeah, those ones are those are pretty hearty. Those yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah, they're not for they're for they're not, not for the weak Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, no. Well, thank you for saying that you loved. I, I, how yeah. stoned we, we were we're but grateful we, we know it was a compliment but we want you to understand second illustrious guest of the show today Cassie Henderson hello hi how's it going <laughs> it's good how are you yeah good thank you for asking oh my god <laughs> oh, not everyone asks Cassie not everyone asks <laughs> um, let's talk about your new single whatever yeah um, I love it such like a like climax like a huge build up through the song that sort of like this emotional release mm. at the end which is so perfect for like a breakup tune, which like it very much is, yeah. which I love. Can you fill me in a little bit on your songwriting process because it's also like dramatically relatable <laughs> that I'm always interested in how people spin that moment into a lyric. I am like so theatrical. Like all of the events that happen in the song happened probably like ten years ago, like something ridiculous. It. But I'm still hanging on to it. So yeah, I don't know. I think songwriting's a bit of a funny one because sometimes it sort of just happens like it feels like it falls out of thin air and sometimes you have to work at it quite a bit but this one was quite lucky I was just like scrolling TikTok and I think I just heard someone say something and triggered something and then I just spilled out all of this pressed up motion emotion in my in my mind love it <laughs> yeah love my that journey. story that I'm still not over but um yeah no I don't know I basically just sit on my bed and type into my notes and mess around until I find something that I feel like is, yeah, relatable. Storytelling's pretty big for me. Like, Mm. that's my favourite part about songwriting. I definitely feel that in your songs. It's definitely gone a little story. It's great. And speaking of a story, so whatever comes from your upcoming EP, The Pink Chapter, yes, which is the first in a trilogy Mm -hmm. of EPs, like Lord of the Rings. It's a trilogy. We're telling a story. It's not going to be up there with The Hangover, but like it'll be close. I, it'll be good. Just, I think it'll be just as good. Yeah. Um, tell me a little about the story that you're crafting overall then. Yeah, so it's a bit of an interesting concept when we're only at the start of it. Like, um, I feel like it's kind of hard to wrap your head around sometimes, but 
essentially I've been writing songs for God knows how long now and I've just built up a repertoire and I'm kind of like, I when I listen to playlists, I hate when I get like a whiplash from like a really sad song to like a super upbeat song and I'm like, I'm sad, I don't need to feel upbeat right now. So I kind of, we had this idea to, I guess, put them into like chapters of emotions that you feel after a heartbreak, all collectively called the Chronicles, the Chronicles of a Heartbroken is like a wee thing. And the first chapter is the pink chapter, which is like the, as soon as your heart is broken, horrific, sad stuff. And then the second chapter is the yellow chapter and the third is the blue chapter and that's the yellow's kind of like this manic, I'm fine, delusional, suppressing everything chapter, which I love. It is so fun. And blue is like the actual self development, feeling better, empowered type of stuff. So each yeah, chapter has songs that kind of fall into those those sort of emotions and it's been really, really fun to like craft it and actually write with a purpose, I think. But yeah. I feel like again, like relatable. Like that, yeah. that after a breakup, you're like, I'm fine. Oh my god, I, like, yeah. I literally don't care that he's here. Like yeah. I'm so happy to see him. And like, like I'm having a great time. Yeah, exactly. And like you you just drink a lot and you yeah. like you seriously suppress and I think it's it's so in songs especially, I think it's really fun when you're like you get through like two thirds of the song and you're like, I'm sweet, I'm sweet, I'm sweet and then you get to the end and you're like, Okay, maybe I'm not so fine and like, Maybe I'm thinking it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think like that journey in a song is really, really, yeah, a little bit brutal for me. <laughs> it's okay. I think it's cool that you've sort of processed some of these heartbreaks through making them into songs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What advice do you have for the current girlies maybe going through a bit of a heartbreak right now? You know what? I just think it's time. Like, I, and my thing is, is I can't write when I'm really, like, in something. I need to, like almost come out the other side before I can look back on it and be like, okay, I understand it now, I see I see how everything worked out, but just time and be with your friends. Like, my friends, you know, I feel like when you get super, super invested into someone, you kind of start to, like, lose your way a little bit with your mates and everything. So I think for me, my biggest thing was just leaning on my friends and, like, living my 20s like it's such a fun time you don't need to be sad and and broken and lying in bed for eight hours of the day oh my god such great advice yeah. I really saw my little smile creeping up I was like <laughs> yes do that just be with your mates like be with it's, your mates. it's the best it's yeah it is time for a game yay Woo! game the game is uh, we're here with Cassie Henderson uh, obviously from Henderson, right? Mm-mm. Okay, from Henderson. You've got got some quick-fire questions about Henderson. Love it. All of West Auckland is listening intently right now. I'm Question so sorry. number one. What is the main road in Henderson? Jason. It is Lincoln Road. Uh, number two. What is the movie theatre brand in the Westfield Mall in Henderson? Event Cinemas? Correct. Uh, what is the event centre where Jack Harlow played? Oh my god, I don't know. Okay, time's up. Trust Arena. Oh, uh, I What is the population of Henderson as of 2022? Oh god, like 40,000? <laughs> I don't know. It is not 40,000, it is 9,290. Oh, I'm not great with numbers, eh? I'm Next question. Great. Best Chinese food spot in Henderson? 
Um, I would have no clue. Hot barbecue noodle, baby. Hot barbecue noodle. Don't even worry about it. It's combining the two best bogan places in the world, the Hut and Henderson. Don't even worry. (laughs) Uh, Which supermarket sells the cheapest alcohol? Um, Like the specific one? Or are we just going Countdown New World? You can go with just the green one. Countdown? Incorrect. You cannot buy alcohol in the supermarkets in West Auckland. What? Yeah, it's a whole thing. Oh my god. It's a whole thing. Uh, anyway, thank you for playing. I didn't actually Henderson. count how many points you got at all. I think I got them all. I think you got them all right. <laughs> Yay! Wow. Get to Henderson from Henderson. Yay! She did it. <laughs> oh no. So you're on a bit of a, a mission aside from yeah. the three EPs coming out. Let's bit of a mission it. to oh. open for Paramore. <laughs> yes. Tell me a little bit about this uh, this dream, this journey. Well, it's been happening since Tuesday. And it's big. It's Thursday. <laughs> but a big couple of days. <laughs> it's a big dream. No, I actually love Paramore. I like pff, the only exception was like one of the song one of the first songs I learned when I started playing guitar. So obsessed with them. Found out they were coming, covered one of their songs on TikTok and then posted it on Instagram and basically tried to get the forces of New Zealand to tag them in the comments so I could get a chance at opening for them. <laughs> but like I mean the likelihood of that happening is so, so slim, but, I mean, just manifesting, you know? you got to try. Crazier things have happened. Yeah. Like that whole show, Stranger Things, about stranger things that have happened, Crazier you know? Crazier things. Like, you yeah. can do it. If you are listening right now, where can people find that on TikTok so they can support you in this journey? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's on my Instagram, which is annoyingly Cassie underscore underscore Henderson. Don't get me started. I'm talking to Instagram like, every day. I'm absolutely <laughs> bullying them about it, but... Um, and it's on my TikTok, which is like just Cassie Henderson, double N. Henderson. So, yeah. Apparently a super common name. Yeah. Who would have thought? What are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? That's what it is at the end of the day. Just bully Instagram. That's what you've got to do. Emails. Yeah. Send some really harshly worded emails. But no, nah, it's, yeah, it's all up there. I post all the time. And... Some of it's really stupid content, but some of it's okay, I suppose. Well, you got this good review. Yeah, yeah. I mean... <laughs> Again, as what it is. <laughs> so That's when's my the review chapter myself. coming out, and how can people listen to it? Hopefully coming out in August. Um, it's all done, which is cool, Ooh. so I'm just sitting at... Woo! I'm just sitting on it at the moment, trying to work out the best time frame um, to release it, but it's going to be on all the streaming platforms, and... You're probably going to hear a lot about on my TikTok as well because I just thrash that baby. So, yeah. That's how you do it. Yeah. How so, you if you're in the freshly heartbroken, sad stage of a breakup or you just want to, like, you know, get a box of tissues and reminisce, then <laughs> <laughs> this is the EP for you. So, yeah. Thank you so much for Thank joining you. us today, Cassie. It's been great to have you. Thank you. I loved it. Woo! <laughs> now we all know about the Cosy Lives cost of living crisis. Cosy Lives. What do you call it? <laughs> what do I call the Cosy Lives? Yeah, Cosy Lives. It's not good. But speaking of Cosy Lives, uh, on after June 30th, so after this weekend, uh, the 25 cent per litre fuel discount on petrol uh, will be over. It is ending. We are no longer getting a little cheeky discount on our petrol. Uh, it is now going to be like uh, somewhere. So the cheapest available is looking like it's going to be $2.43 a litre. And the most expensive is looking like $3.06 per litre. Uh, already uh, there's been lines 
queues yeah. round the block, round like Costco and yeah. West Auckland specifically was like a whole thing. It was like an hour long wait, people stocking up on fuel. And like one thing about New Zealand is that we will get in a line. Yeah, We will get For our car fuel? in that KFC line. We'll do it. We will get our car in that fuel line. Yeah, um, And we will panic queue for stuff so uh, that's getting a little out of hand but in saying that I'm not going to judge someone for trying to get some uh, cheaper fuel before it gets to three dollars mm. and this doesn't affect you guys in Wellington because none of his drive Yeah. You so guys, ignore the rest of this you guys are fine uh, thoughts <laughs> I'm just going to go back to uh, stealing petrol Right, mm, yeah. right. Probably, yeah. yep. That's where I think this is going for me. Not something I would personally do, but like... Not endorsing it. Not endorsing it. Um, it's it's See, like, because um, the subsidy on public transport ends soon, I think. Yeah. So, like, now it's like, I'm probably going to, like, catch the train again for, like, another month until that dries up, until that well's gone, and then I'm probably going to go back to driving. Because... You readdress the Cozzy Love situation. Yeah, the Cozzy... Stop calling it that. It's so funny. You've got to make it cute because it's really not cute, and you have to make it cute. Otherwise, it's it's too painful. I really, lives. like... I just... I feel like fuel is just... Oh, do you remember when it was, like, a dollar... 98 or something like that. You remember the good old days? No. Two, three years ago? I literally... So, as someone who grew up in, in the Wellington region, I was one of the first of my friends to drive, and I was, mm. like, 22. Uh, Most of my friends okay. still just don't have a license. So, I never really thought about it. So, when I started driving, it was already quite expensive, I think. I'm the only team member here from Auckland who grew up here, aren't I? On Tahi. Yeah. Yeah, so there was a, when, I don't know if you know this, but a number of years ago, maybe four or five years ago, they introduced the um, fuel tax, the 10 cents per litre fuel tax in Auckland. That 10 cents caused queues around the block. Now fuel's going up 25 cents a litre. How do you think that's going to go down? Yeah. The night, like the night that fuel was going up 10 cents a litre, West Auckland in particular, you know the um, there's that BP by the uh, there's a gas no there's like three gas stations near the um, Newland Mall. Yep. All of those roads oh. had them out the block because people were like, uh, ten cents, ten cents extra a liter. You mean fuel's gonna be two dollars? Look at how far we have fallen from grace. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, fuel's going up. Transport subsidies ending. You're not getting cash back thing for. There was that whole thing, you bought an electric car, you got a bit of cash back, that's yeah, being that's scrapped gone. too. But as someone who does have a hybrid, and I want to reiterate, it's not a fancy hybrid, it is quite old. <laughs> um, but my gas is not that expensive, I don't that's put a lot nice. into it. So if you're really, really struggling on the on the fuel front, if it's really cutting into your weekly expenses, if you can sell your fuel car and somehow then, with any, out, out, any other financial help from me, somehow then acquire a hybrid... I'd recommend that. Don't know how that Let your audience out. know. Bogans, hey, you don't need that V8 anymore, all right? It's 2023, <laughs> it's right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> get rid of the V8. You'll be all right. We've been, uh, <laughs> we've been getting to know each other for a little while now, and it's been it's been nice to get a glimpse into your and in, you know into the inner workings of your soul. Into the soul, <laughs> so um, crazy. <laughs> I'm really getting in there. Yeah. Um, but I would like to know. What is your perfect day? What is your perfect 24 hours? In Solomalo's world, what does the perfect 24 hours look like? 
I don't know. What do you mean? 24 hours? I mean, I don't I, like, maybe sleep in till nine. Oh, nine. Yeah, so, like, it's, like, not too late. Like, I still get up and feel like I'm seizing the day, but, like, I also get a bit of a sleep in, you know? Mm-hmm. 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. wake up. I skip breakfast. Ooh. Yeah, I just maybe, like, sit on my phone for, like, an hour, just watching TikToks, just scrolling. No responsibility. swiping into the abyss, mm. you know? And maybe around, like, 10, I get up, like, have a hot shower, and then, like, I order a $15 ice latte on a delivery app or something like that. It's getting quite la dar mm, I like that, I mm. like that. Like, one of those ice lattes that has the ice cream in it. Ooh. Like, ooh. That would make me Who cares sick. about calories today? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, I don't know, maybe I just play video games until I just, like, my eyes are falling out of my skull and I'm just drooling. So, like, lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> just exactly that is my ideal day. My ideal day. My ideal day was just COVID lockdowns. Like, yeah. Yeah, sitting around the house. But it only it's only good for a day. Right. We took it a perfect day. We took it a perfect week. That would probably drive me nuts. That yeah. wouldn't be my routine. But, like, a perfect day? Like, yeah. That would be perfect. My perfect day, I've thought about it a little more, I think. I know that you've thought about it. That's this why you're asking. This wasn't a segue at all for me to talk about my perfect day. <laughs> was actually, I wanted to know yours. Yeah. My perfect day, I wake up at 8am, I'm fully refreshed, I'm fully energised, I've had a great sleep the day before. I wake up, full English. Full English breakfast, it's all done, it's all oh, ready for me. Oh, not the language, the food. It's, it's delicious, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we speak English all day. Um, then, I go to the water park. There's no one else at the water park. It's just me at the water park. There's no line for those little hot dogs, and the little hot dogs are free. I also don't get sunburned on my perfect day. It doesn't happen somehow. I get to do the go-karts, and I win at the go-karts. And everyone, well, I'm saying there's no one else there. Maybe there's, like, my friends are there, I guess. And, you and everyone's friends. like, oh, my God, Evie, you're so good at go-karting. Then I get an award for the go karting and it's really awesome and everyone's like yay Evie then it's like you know coming to the end of the day I go and have a delicious Korean barbecue dinner meal with all the different stews are available we're back to stew they're all there and I get to go "Mm," have a little one of each of them with my little spoon and then it's time for karaoke and everyone just listens to me sing my favorite karaoke songs such as Last Resort Papa Roach uh, Papa Don't Preach, um, anything by Bonnie Tyler and the Hamilton soundtrack. But everyone listens intently and enjoys it. They're like, ha ha ha, you're amazing, you're so fun, you're such a good singer, awesome. Then we go out for some like drinks, have a little dance, you know, nothing crazy though, and everyone is having fun. Mm. And then at the end of the night, I get to go on an e-scooter for the first time, and I get to e-scoot home, and it's really fun. That's my perfect day. You've not been on an e-scooter? No one who's ever met me has allowed me to go on an e-scooter. No, we need to change that. Every single person's got a problem with it. We need to go grab one from around the corner. Yeah, you you trust me on an e-scooter? On your own, yeah. Really? You get your helmet. Thanks, all. No one's ever said that to me before. I admittedly assumed your perfect day would have something to do with counting birds. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I would also like to... I'm assuming at the water park there's some great bird life. Oh, and you can also... Oh, I forgot part of my perfect day. I'm in Germany and I go to the miniature wonderland with all the trains. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best place on earth. I want to go so bad. The water park is in Germany now. Oh, okay. That's my perfect day. My perfect day day is I wake up in another country. (laughs) I wake up somewhere, fuel is really affordable. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I get to, like, work from home. (laughs) That was my perfect day. I was like, yeah, I get to work from home, maybe play some video games. (sighs) 
Uh, let us know what is your perfect day. <laughs> let us on the DMs. Or would you prefer so or Malo's perfect day or my perfect day? Which is the better perfect day? Hit us in the <laughs> hit us in the DMs. So another part of uh, maybe my perfect day uh, would be any day that Saul Malo writes a new album review. And luckily for us, new one came out yesterday. Tell us a little bit about your review of uh, Church Spring 21. I really appreciate that you and Liam in particular like really hype up my reviews. They're really good. Yeah, the two of you are like, like man, you do good. I'm like, oh, I'll work really hard on those. Yeah, um, Church Spring 21. Um, as you would have known, I think last week or the week before we had Church come through the studio to cut it all about that project. Um, and it was a really insightful chat. I recommend if you go back and listen to that full interview too. It will give you some context also to the review because I wrote the review. I started writing the review before that interview, mm. but I finished that afterwards. And, and, and it kind of helped me look at that album a little differently. Um, it's a great album. I wasn't expecting it. I didn't really see any marketing for it. It was just kind of like one day I seen on social media that he was like, oh, I got a new album out tomorrow. And I was like, all right, cool. cool. And I was like, give it a listen. And was like immediately, the first record on the Canada, which I think we actually added to the Tahi stream, is so good. I just immediately heard that song and I was hooked. And the whole album is, it's something really special. If you don't know too much about Church, this is a perfect place to come in and start listening to his stuff. It'll get you hooked on his discography. If you haven't listened to Church and AP since Radio Nod, this album will blow your mind because it's very much not that. Not to say that they've like strayed far from God with their sound, but like they're definitely having more fun, taking more risks, and Church in particular is really good at that, this being his solo project. Um, he produced a lot of this stuff like three years ago almost, um, and it was supposed to release two years ago, and it didn't, but we have it now. Um, it's this beautiful little time capsule of Church's career, and there's some incredible references to stuff that was happening around then. It's a great album. You should go and listen to it. It's only 23 minutes long, so it's a very easily digestible album. There's something there for everyone. You can read the full review over on Tahi's Instagram in particular. And while you're there, give us a like, give us a follow. Stay up to date. In breaking sports news today, uh, Drag Race Down Under Season 3 cast has been announced. So Liam's joining us on the couch. Yay! Yay. Sports! Sports! Is this like, um, like with the two cars park next to each other and then they have to take off and see who has the fastest acceleration do you know what a drag queen is yeah 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 so it's like oh so it's not like racing no it's not racing they're like racing racing towards an unannounced cash money prize last season i think it was thirty thousand dollars which is you know so it's not a running race not a running race it's a um gay singing gay race towards (laughs) fame a little bit, a little bit. Not incorrect. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so who have we got on the lineup got, for this new season? Okay, let me start at the top of the Instagram. We've got Rita Menu from Hamilton. Rita Menu, great name. Isis Avis Loren, don't know where she's from. I just know Rita's from Hamilton because they always choose some, like, some person from, like, not Auckland to be on the show. Uh, um, or something. Isis Avis Loren. Floor from Auckland, formerly on House of Drag. Yay, Floor. Auckland! Yay, Auckland. House of Drag. Ivana Drink from Auckland. Yay! Ivory Glaze from Australia. Yay! Yay! Nothing gets you personally. Gabriella Labucci from Australia. Uh, yay! Hollywood, Hollywood, Hollywood star. Oh, like that's a never Hollywood star, but spelt like wood, wood, as in I would. I'm never oh, gonna be able to. Hollywood nice. star. Um, Bumper Love 
Oh, that's gangster. That's name. a good name. Ashley Madison. Ashley Madison is wow. such a good drag name. Are yeah. you kidding me? And Amel. Amel. <laughs> Which, if you didn't know what oh, that Amel. is, Amel is the um, chemical compound for leather cleaner. That's Have hardcore. You heard of Amel and the Sniffers? What? Australian band, they're dope. They're huge. Really? I'm out of touch. Um, so they've done a pirate-themed shoot announcement. They have. For the first Ooh. time in RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under history, they have an actual promo this season. They have a promo. And they look really good. Uh, so, Marlo, just based on those names, who do you think's winning? Somebody had the last name Menu. Read a Menu. Read a Menu, Read a menu. Read a menu. Read a menu. from Hamilton. Cool. Yes. Um... Floor? Yeah. Sounds like a pretty cool name. They're from Auckland too, right? Yeah. yeah. See, and uh, they kind of already get points from being from the big A. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But I, I kind of want to go with Bumper. Bumper Love. Bumper Love. All right, you heard it here first. So Omalo thinks Bumper Love's going to win Drag Race Down Under Season 3. Put all your Obviously, money down. we will be updating you throughout oh, the season. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I'm uh, going to watch this. Premieres very... on July 28th. Are there any, like, the, uh, do they, uh, like, I'm assuming they have judges, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're like <laughs> Michelle Visage. Is it like celebrity judges? Yeah, but it's like celebrity it's like is mis- sort of a loose like, term. My, <laughs> like we're talking if we were talking perfect days, my perfect day involves like Big Runger being a judge on Drag Race. Uh, oh my god. Uh, Stop. <laughs> that, that would be or, No, or, my perfect day has to change. Big Runger's also there. Or, She's or, playing at the water park. Or Jesse Mulligan. <laughs> I'm just saying. He's upstairs. We could get him. If they're going to let a straight white man judge that show, I want it to be me. Jesse Mulligan. Oh, I was going to say, if, any, if anyone in this room Tony. is going to be a judge on Drag Race, I really want it to be me. Mm. I really want to dress. You know, there's this Michelle Visage look. She's an icon. And she just has a giant diamond necklace that just says <laughs> bitch on it. And that's the outfit. And I just want to recreate that outfit so bad with the perfume with the perfume bitch perfume well, bitch by Evie made my own perfume make sure to pair your viewings of uh, RuPaul's D- Drag Race Down Under season yes. 3 season 3 with episodes of the Tahi because we'll be keeping you up to date I'm assuming I'm going to learn a ton mm. Mm. Uh, I think that's about all the time we really have for today but before we do go um, I just want to acknowledge that there is a certain degree of sadness, angst, pain in the room right now. Mm. Liam's still here on the couch, dressed for a funeral. Yeah. Got a fight. Yesterday was the worst day of my life. Yeah. And I've had many. I've said that many a time. Everything for me is the worst of something. Yeah. Yesterday was the worst day of my life. Because, okay. To keep it short... Mm. Um, I came into work yesterday with the intention of setting all of my screens up with the Taylor Swift ticket pre-sale link, and it was really embarrassing <laughs> sitting at my desk with two huge screens and my laptop and the new work phone with the Taylor Swift pre-sale link on it mm. for three hours mm. and not getting a single ticket. Oh, you didn't get a ticket. I didn't. Oh, Liam. <sighs> my life is really hard. <clears throat> Um, but remember, like I said, Skrillex is coming, so he, it sort is, of makes but Skrillex up for is it. No, hey, kids, spelling is fun, you know. 
That was weird, actually. That was really weird. I didn't know about that. I mean, I, I'd still don't, but I just think it's hilarious. So what's the next steps? Scaling the walls of the stadium. Are there steps before that that we could take? Um... No. There's no other ticket. Someone must... I mean, someone could just give... If anyone is out there with a ticket that they would like to give to me, Liam Brown... We're soliciting. So I can start wearing colour again um, and smiling. It's Pride Month. No, it's not. Oh, it, no, it still is. It is. <laughs> yeah. Now who's the disappointment, Liam? Month yeah. Ends. Oh, no. It you just bit me right in the ass. I can't believe yeah. you didn't get a Taylor Swift ticket during Pride Month. I I'm know. So yeah. Yeah. And a bunch of mums and their daughters did. They're not gay. No, they're not. You have no idea. No, I don't, but they also don't know how embarrassing yesterday was for me. We all actually, by the way, just for like the listeners, we all chipped in to like help Liam get the tickets, but you declined. I messaged the group chat and said, wish me luck. And then everyone was like, do you want me to log in? And I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Because one more person in the line decreases my chances of getting a ticket. Yeah, but increases the chances, four chances of you getting a ticket. That's three more people behind me in line. The lesson here, Liam, is that sometimes it's okay to accept help. Okay, girl? All right. And with that... With that? (laughs) With that, uh, we will see you next Tuesday. Uh Uh-huh. Till fast before. Cockades.